Weiss's emotions hadn't settled down any as the day progressed. At the back of her mind from the very moment she'd awakened, lay the cursed combat class at the end of the day. It taunted her. It almost haunted her. Her eyes slipped to the right where her partner strolled nonchalantly beside her, as though there was not a care in the world that could impede him. But there was a certain edge to that, one she could barely make out, but his eyes were a little harder, his steps a little more guarded. Perhaps even he sensed the tension. Relax, Wise Green. Yang chipped in, that abominable nickname generating a flash of anger before even that was drowned out in anxiety. We've put a lot of effort into training him. <laughs> He'll at least be able to hold his own. A little <laughs> effort? Weiss laughed, the sound almost hysterical. Yes, we have, but the irony is that all means nothing. So maybe he's some kind of idiot servant who has instinctual combat abilities. That still means unless Cardin sneak attacks him, it won't actually help. She was doomed. There was no way he would be able to defeat Cardin with so little training. It had been a surprise to find the potential within him, and to be honest it was still a little more than a theory between the three girls, but there was no denying that his combat ability was better when he was attacked off guard. Blake's ambush had proved that. He hadn't gotten any stronger or faster, but the way he held his sword, the manner in which he dodged, brutality? It was miles above what he'd shown before. But, it still wouldn't help him in this fight. Cardin would attack from the front. It was a relegated fight. It would be no better than when he fought her. Weiss's only consolation was that Miss Goodwitch had said he would have to fight, which meant it wouldn't be as humiliating as his last bout. Even crushing defeat was better than giving up a full second into the fight. Please tell me you at least have a plan. She dared to ask. He scoffed. Well, of course I do. Jeez. Why stared at him. Yang stared at him. Blake did too. In fact, it almost felt like some of the random passerby on their way to the arena stopped to stare at him. Cardin is slow. Blake kept her eyes ahead as she spoke. He telegraphs his attacks when he swings, and his weapon doesn't have a great range of movement. A faster opponent would be able to run a rings around him. Winchester does have a decent aura though, so while that would work, you have to keep in mind the fact it's going to be a long fight to chip him down. I'm not sure Jean has the kind of stamina for that. <laughs> there are many women who would say otherwise. The man in question protested, Weiss rolled her eyes and ignoring his fake bravado. He wouldn't be able to keep the pace up for long. She agreed. His offense is still untested too, so unless he's particularly good with that sword of his, it's not going to be a single clean strike that does Winchester in. We could look to abuse his range. Winchester's weapon isn't really all that complicated. Where he swings it is where it goes. If Jean can stay just outside the range of it for a long enough time, then the other guy might wear himself out. Yang shrugged in half agreement. Even the odd attack when he overextends would be better than trying to fight him face to face. Now, hear me out, hear me out, this is gonna sound a little ridiculous, but <clears throat> I could just hit him with my sword. Weiss patted his arm distractedly, as though acknowledging the words of a small child who didn't know any better. That would suggest he knows enough to judge the distance and reach of the swing. It's not exactly something he spent much of his life learning. 
We need to come up with a plan that's really simple. Remember, the old proverb? So simple even an idiot could use it? I'm not sure that can apply to combat against the skilled and trained opponent. Blake sighed. Not unless we ask Nora to borrow her weapon. Then, all he has to do is hold down the trigger. Job done. Explosives are banned in the arena. Weiss had to point that out. Wait, what? That's unfair. How does that make the fights fair if some people can't use their weapon? They are banned, Xiaolong, because high explosives indoors could kill anyone in the room, or collapse the roof down on all the spectators. I think in light of that, a little unfairness can be accepted. Really? Did the girl have no common sense? I'm glad to see all of you have arrived. The voice of Miss Goodwitch cut into their comments, the stern woman looking over the four of them. I trust, Mr. Ark, that you are prepared for your bout today? We've spent so long planning that we arrived. Weiss realized in horror. Students lined the benches around the rings, many in deep conversation. We weren't able to come up with anything. Yes, Miss Goodwitch, I am mentally and spiritually prepared for this bout. Her partner smiled dopely up at the scary woman. Thank you for asking. Weiss held her breath as the teacher looked down on them. Many thought she had well hidden behind her glasses. Nothing but flashes seeped through. Hmm, very good then, Mr. Ark. She said at last, releasing her gaze and moving away. Weiss began to feel like she could breathe once more. She wasn't sure how he could handle talking to her like that. <clears throat> what? Sean? She whispered. With one hand, she reached out and took his shoulder, turning him so that he faced her. I realize that our training has not been as successful as we might have liked. As she might have liked. I also realize that your combat skills are relatively low, but I know you have potential. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. And as your partner, I have faith in you. Somebody had to, for God's sakes. Ah, uh, are you? He blinked. Are you trying to give me a motivational speech? Her cheeks flushed, even as Yang and Blake shared amused looks. Yes. Yes, I am. Over his shoulder, she could see Winchester making his way onto the stage, arms held wide as he basked in the scattered forms. He's bigger than you, he's stronger than you, and definitely has more stamina than you. If he catches you, you're toast, but you might be faster than him, and you're probably smarter than him too. Uh, possibly. She shook her head. Miss Goodwitch had already called Jean over, but she had to get her message across. What I want to say is, give it your best. If you are knocked around and ultimately lose, then it's okay. We can recover from that. Even if he is the favorite to win, there's always a chance. She stepped back, her hand slipping from his shoulders as she looked into his blue eyes. One hand came up to push his hair back, his fringe popping up past his fingers as he rubbed his head. Wow. Motivation doesn't feel like what I expected it to. I thought I would feel all fried up and ready to go, but now? I feel like I'm about to walk into a burning building. 
Maybe I should just go take a rest and let the motivation wear off. Onto the stage, Mr. Ark. The blonde woman called one more time, her crop snapping down onto her palm. With a long sigh, the young man moved away, less climbing onto the stage as oozing onto it. So, uh, what's his chances? Ruby asked with a wince as Wyas walked up to the two teams. Hera, Ren, and Nora still looked a little distant, but they were at least willing to give her a nod and a polite smile as she sat down. Wyas never thought she'd say it, but she was actually pleased for Ruby scooting over to sit by her. He screwed. The heiress flopped down with a sigh. He is royally, utterly doomed. Yang and Blake spared her some sympathetic looks, but she focused on the stage instead, where Jean had finally stepped up to stand opposite the armored team. The crowd was silent during his approach, even Jazzberry and Reuben not speaking up. You actually going to fight me this time? Cardin laughed and hefted his mace, pointing towards the blonde as though he had just noticed him. What's wrong? Did your girlfriends get tired of you hiding behind them? That's twice now you've sent that bitch to fight me. Eh. Jean picked at the side of his nose. I think Yang got tired of beating you up, to be honest. It takes her more effort to prepare her hair in the morning. The crowd oohed as Jean inspected his finger. It takes her more time, too. Yang wolf whistled, the act causing Wise head to fall into her hands. Oh, good lord. It had become one of those trading of insult things, pre-fight banter straight out of a terrible vacuum gangster movie. Nora, Ruby, and Yang jeered loudly. Even Pira bore a tiny smile. Good lord. She was surrounded by children. On the other hand, the members of Ruby's team seemed willing to support Jean for this, even after the events only hours earlier. That might have just been their dislike of Cardin showing. Or... Was it that from their point of view, no matter who won, they would be pleased? Cardin gnashed his teeth, his hands clenched around the handle of his weapon. <laughs> we'll still see if you slay with a quip once I knock you to the floor, you little punk. Or, do you actually believe you have a chance against me? You knew you didn't two days ago. <laughs> I'd love to hear what you think has changed now! She hated his words, honestly. She hated arrogant bigots like him in general, but that didn't make him wrong. My partner. Jean's face was bowed, eyes hidden in the shadows. Weiss's own widened as more than a few people turned to regard her. My partner has been training me for this moment. She gave up her free time to help me. Oh God. She was flushing. Damn it. Damn it. This was bad, but the way he was talking about her, the clear gratitude in his voice when he spoke about what she had done for him, well, he was right to still sound like that, but still. She caught a fond look from Pira, even a pleased one from Ruby, along with the eyes of her two teammates, and that only made her feel all the more embarrassed, more on the spot, but she would accept it all with the grace it deserved. What else could she do? From the earliest hours of the morning, through the day and late into the even, she has trained me. 
He drew his sword. The cool metal creating a loud rasp in the sides of the hall. She expects the best of me. She expects me to win and has invested so much of herself into making sure I can do so. There were whispers, mutters around them all now, as people pointed and looked towards her. Some even going so far as to flush and giggle. It must have all looked all the worse for the fact she was as red as a tomato. And I will do anything. The blade was leveled towards Winchester, the entire hall going silent as they hung on every word. Anything to make sure I never have to go through that nightmare again. Eh? The high-pitched squeal came from Weiss's own lip. It was possibly the only sound in the entire hall. <laughs> well... Yang snickered, hand clamped over her mouth, but even her own laughter could be heard. Looks like you made an impression on him, Weiss Cream. Blake pulled the cover of a book up over her mouth, covering her face up to her eyes. They seemed brighter than usual. I am going to kill him. Enough posturing. Miss Goodwitch interrupted before Weiss could, possibly of her weapon going for someone's throat. Free. Two, one, begin. Her hand cut vertically down between them, the woman leaping back as combat was declared. Weiss's anger was shelled, eyes going wide as she watched the taller teen charge forward. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. Until everything came to a stop. Jonna, her partner, cause of it all. He stood with one hand held out, he sword at his side. Winchester was less than two feet away, weapon raised, but he too had paused. Mr. Ark? Miss Goodwitch scold. What? Jean turned to point to the doors. Um, the headmaster is waving his hands like mad. Does he need something? Weiss turned to look towards the doors. As did just about everyone. But they were empty. Huh? It wasn't until she heard a mighty clang, followed by the sound of something heavy hitting the floor that she even fought to look back to the stage. Blake dropped her book. But that wasn't what caused the sound. Mr. Hark! The blonde teacher screeched, rushing between the two teens to stop the fight. Even then it seemed unnecessary. Since Jean hadn't moved from his original spot, Broker Moors was still in hand, though he was gripping it by the blade instead of the handle, no doubt using his aura to prevent injury. Presumably the reason he wasn't using the handle was because it had been used to deliver a devastating blow to the side of Cardin's face. The taller teen lay flat on the floor, arms spread wide. It, it, um, it, it, uh, uh. Weiss choked, but couldn't find the words. Mr. Ark, would you care to explain yourself to me? The teacher growled. The audience was as quiet as the grave as he flipped his sword in his hands, happily sheathing it at his side, and smiled, as though waiting for her to heat and praise him. One should always keep one's eye on the foe. Any idiot can swing a sword like a bat. The words from earlier came back to haunt her. An opponent is hardly going to wait for you to be prepared. Oh gods. She caused this, hadn't she? 
You, Mr. Ark, you shouted time out. He scratched his cheek. You already said to fight, though. It's not like the Grim is going to stop just because someone asked for a timeout. In the crowd, Weiss's hands twitched, falling into a pose which might have been familiar to anyone who hadn't felt the need to strangle someone before. <sighs> Team Carter, come take your leader to the infirmary. And Mr. Ark, while I cannot disagree with your strategy, the compliment came out with incredible reluctance. I would like it on record that should you pull something like this again, I shall be in charge of your remedial training personally. Weiss let her head fall in relief, particularly at the fact that the woman was going to let him get away with it. Talk about a lucky break. Shouldn't I be congratulated for teaching everyone a valuable lesson on the importance of remaining focused in a combat situation? Jean apparently didn't see Weiss's motions to be silent, not the waving arms, nor the rapid throat slitting motions she was making. He did see the dangerous look on the old woman's face, however. No, I'm thinking that look is saying no. It definitely doesn't look like a yes kind of expression. Get off my stage. The teacher took a visibly deep breath, releasing it slowly. The next fight is... I need to go see the doctor too. How? The question was ridiculous, as were most of the crowd. Weiss slapped a hand onto her face as her partner held out one hand, forefinger extended. She couldn't see much from a distance, but she could full well imagine there might be the tiniest, most insignificant cuts there. Miss Goodwitch sighed. <sighs> Fine. J just go. Jean grinned, hopped off the stage and made for the door. At the last second he turned, waving one arm above his head. Hey wise. He shouted, making her wince and cringe all in one motion. I won thanks to your motivational speech. The door slammed shut a second later. Um... Well? Yang coughed. He did technically win. I think I might have to reassess our theory that he's an idiot servant. Why sighed? He's clearly just an idiot. Blue Ice watched neutrally as three men dragged Carden away. He wouldn't be waking up for some time after a blow like that. But his aura would protect him from any other damage. You let your anger control you. It hadn't been like that. Carden was a braggart and a bully. It took him his first real loss to open up and grow. Plus, if he remained the target of said bullying, then the events of Forever 4 would have happened again. They took place so often he was used to it. But this wasn't a case in which he could afford to garner attention by decapitating an Ursa. That might rise more than a few eyebrows. It was better to act out a little now to prevent the bigger loss later. It wasn't like this little stunt had convinced anyone he was a trained warrior. You can make all the excuses you like. You beat him because you were angry. It had been nothing more than a momentary lapse, the same frustration from which had happened earlier bleeding through. Carden had made a convenient scapegoat, one that wouldn't come back to haunt him. 
but did he deserve to be nothing more than a tool for you? Did he deserve to suffer for something he didn't even do? <sighs> what a day. Jean sighed. Not how I planned this to go. On instincts, his hand dropped to his trouser pocket. The familiar indentation of scroll pressed against his hand. He could call his family. That usually calmed him down, helped him center his chaotic emotions. The hand came away. No. He wouldn't do that. They weren't tools either, and they didn't deserve to get a call every time he felt down. He would call them later tonight, when he was in a better, happier mood. His finger caught his eyes he brought it back up, the tiny droplet of blood still present. Not the same, of course, but the most minuscule of lifeblood that oozed through. Normally his control over Aura was enough that such wouldn't have happened. How odd. Had it been the vibrations of the pommel connecting with Carden's skull? Perhaps that had travelled down the blade and made the edge cut. He wasn't going to the infirmary with something like that. With his current mood, the last thing he needed was someone asking probing questions, or accusing him of trying to skip lessons. <sighs> I just want to go to sleep. I don't care if it's not even five yet. A yawn pushed its way past his fingers, echoing in the confines of the hall as he made his way back to their shared dorm. It was the final lesson for the day anyway, so it wasn't like he had to wait for anything. Weiss and the others would roll their eyes, but they could do so as much as they wished. He had to sleep off such dark thoughts. Well, well, isn't it lesson time for first years? Jean paused with a short sigh. It wasn't a voice he immediately recognized. The tall brown-haired girl was nothing more than a face he vaguely recalled among other things. Combat class with Miss Goodwitch, if I'm not mistaken. Brave of you to skip on her. Just finished taking my opponent to the infirmary. Jean lied, stopping to look the girl up and down. Third or fourth year, school uniform, long legs and light blonde highlights in her auburn hair. I'm not expected back, so I wouldn't call this a skipping. You injured someone in your first week? She tried to sound disinterested, but he could hear the surprise in her tone. I guess it's true what they say about young men in control. It wasn't control that was the problem. Jean crossed his arms and stepped close, watching her as her eyes widened. She wasn't used to youngsters she wanted to tease pushing back. He recalled that this was how he usually met her, as much as he couldn't recall her name. Amy? Emile? Amelia? Something with an A. She was on a rather nondescript older team. He never found out if she survived the fall of Beacon or not. Sometimes it was better not to know. Or rather, control wasn't the problem for me. He couldn't control his mouth. Cute. I take it you're someone who thinks of themselves as a bad boy? She laughed, but he saw how her legs shifted. She liked guys who were aggressive. She pushed because she wanted someone to push back, but she'd broken her fair share of hearts if he recalled. She was neither ready nor interested in a long-term relationship. Her eyes widened as he pushed himself against her, catching her hands when she made to shove him back, pinning her against the lockers. 
She struggled briefly. Or so it might have looked. He could feel her lower body grinding against him. Okay. I admit, you don't waste your time. She breathed. You talk too much. That's my line. Her lips were a hair's breadth from his, but she still grinned. You talk good, but are you sure there's anything more to it? Jean grinned. I guess you'll be the first in Beacon to find out. It seemed there was more than one way to burn away his frustration. Thanks for the advice, Saf. He thought as he pushed his lips against the girls. Maybe this was what he needed the most. Something to help him forget. Did you see mine and Nora's fight? Yang asked as she hopped and skipped down the corridor. Damn, that girl is good with her hammer. She hadn't been pushed so hard since she arrived at Beacon, and the best part was was how the other girl treated the fight too. It was like nothing more than a game. None of the angsty. I must win crap or taking everything too personally. Just two people letting off steam and having fun. She'd still won of course, but even she knew it was hardly fair. Nora hadn't been allowed to use her grenade launcher form, even if Yang was still fairly sure she could have gotten past it. She liked to get in close and personal, and the girl wouldn't want to fire at that range. Somehow, I'm not surprised you would enjoy a match that nearly destroyed the arena. The snappy white-haired girl growled. Yang spared her a smug look. Not that she noticed it. Ah, yes. The most beautiful sight of watching her baby sister get one up on the arrogant girl. So damn satisfying. Blake had totally agreed. Even if she wouldn't admit it. Her yellow eyes had almost glowed with pleasure. Hey, she didn't hate wise. But that didn't mean she didn't enjoy her well-deserved ass-kicking either. The fact that it had been her badass little sister was just icing on the cake. My fight wasn't particularly special, sadly. The blonde reached over to clap a hand on the girl's shoulder. Even if she didn't exactly look torn up over it, there was no disagreeing with the statement. However, Blake had brought her back to an end within a minute. Yang hated minute men, though not in the way most women usually mean it. Well, you know who else didn't even last a minute? Yang grinned, watching as the heiress' shoulders went stiff. Looks like your plan went off without a hitch, wise cream. Congrats. That was not my plan. The girl whirled around, finger outstretched as if to spear through Yang's face. I can't believe what he did. Of all the underhanded, irresponsible... He did win, though. Blake shrugged, and he wasn't wrong, Goodwitch called them to start, Winchester shouldn't have gotten distracted. It was a weak excuse, even Yang knew. Before the next bout had even started, the teacher had laid out rules that stuff like that was never to happen again. No one is allowed to forfeit for a match, and now no one can call for a timeout. Is he just going to keep forcing rules to be added? It was humiliating. And then, he had the audacity to talk back to the teacher. Weiss's hands gripped her hair in fury. And then, he waved to me, like it was all my fault. And what he said! Her eyes widened, teeth gnashing together angrily. If he thought that training was bad, 
then he'd best be prepared for what I put him through. The ungrateful buffoon. Wouldn't that count as domestic abuse? Yang grinned and ducked Weiss's hand as the girl continued to rant. She slided over to Blake. Psst. Hey sis. I think mommy and daddy are going to have a fight. Funny, Yang. Very funny. Blake pushed her away as she opened the door to their dorm. Sheesh. Her partner was still a real bundle of laughs. Did I manage to find literally the only three people in Beacon who don't find my amazing jokes to be funny? In the background, she thought she could hear Ruby let off a single loud bark of sarcastic laughter. With a forlorn sigh, she followed after, letting Weiss in behind as the door slammed shut. The bathroom door opened a second later, the lone male occupant of the room appearing with a loose shirt and his boxers on. He seemed to freeze upon seeing them. As did they. Oh, um... Hey. He greeted awkwardly. Ah, uh, I just need my pants. Please refrain from walking around in your state of undress. Why sighed, reached over and snatched a pair before throwing them at his chest. Her face scrunched even further as she looked at him. You're covered in sweat. What have you been doing? Yang could smell something. She wasn't sure what, but it was out of place. Nothing familiar. It felt light and peachy. Was he wearing aftershave? Odd, since it was definitely a woman's fragrance. Also, were those a pair of woman's shoes by the door? Did Blake leave hers out? Um... I, uh, 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 he paused, swallowed, and looked between them. Blake seemed to take a deep sniff before her face twisted in disgust. She walked away with a fierce scowl, flopping onto her bed and refusing to be part of the conversation. Um, I was training, he finally said. Weiss and Yang could only stare. Training? Weiss asked, voice uncertain. Yang could sympathize, but he was covered in sweat, and it did look like he'd been about to take a shower. It just seemed so unusual for his character. Another contradiction for her to agonize over. Well, I... He looked aside. I thought about what you said. You did put a lot of effort into training me. So I thought I should acknowledge that by doing some of my own. In fact, how about we all go off and do some more training right now? Weren't you just about to have a shower? Yang pointed down at his still boxer-clad legs. Weren't you? Weiss pointed directly at his face, but paused to try and find the right word. I don't understand. But, if you want to train then sure. Let me just use the bathroom. No, 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 you don't want to go in there. Jean pushed the girl back, and Weiss did not look pleased at being manhandled by a half-naked man. Yeah, it's a real mess. I, um, I, I took a dump. Uh, it got out of control. It grew legs. Give it time to fade. Ah. Yang pinched her nose and backed away. Was that what the peach scent was? vast amounts of air freshener that he had to use to mask the smell? 
you're totally cleaning that. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will. Yeah, I will. He promised. One hand coming to rest on Weiss's shoulder, the other on Yang's, as he gently gutted them both away from the closed door. But, let's all go out and get some training, as a team. His inspirational words were interrupted by the bathroom door opening, something they each saw over his shoulder. Huh, not bad, Tiger. A brown-haired girl grinned, her fingers worked on the last few buttons of her blouse, which looked wrinkled beyond all repair. It was a little wet too, almost see-through in places. Yang could only blink as the older girl walked past them, reached down and squeezed their leader. She leaned in and pushed her mouth against his, biting his lower lip as she finished. I added my number to your scroll. Give me a buzz if you think you've got the guts to go again. She then seemed to notice the three girls, who were giving her horrified expressions. A hysterical part of Yang's mind noticed that Blake didn't actually join them in that. The girl studiously scowling into her latest book. Oh hey, thanks for the use of your teammate. See you around, freshman. The door to their dorm slammed shut, leaving the four of them in complete silence. You could have heard a pin drop, and in fact, the loudest sound was that of Blake's pages turning, and something that sounded like two objects being grated together. Yeah, you. Oh right, it was Weiss's teeth. That made sense. In our bathroom? I, I can't even. She shook her head. What were you doing? Do you actually want an answer to that? Yang did not, and nor did Blake, judging from the way she covered her ears. Weiss's face went scarred as she grabbed him by the collar. I meant, what were you thinking? You can't bring your girlfriend to our dorm for that. Ah, um, well... He scratched the back of his head. She, uh, she's not actually my girlfriend per se. She's more, um, well, she prefers things a bit more casual? I don't care for specifics. Weiss how? pushing him back so hard he bounced off the woodwork. Yang still wasn't sure what she was supposed to do. On one side, she considered herself the party girl and free spirit. She was the cool kid. She wasn't meant to get angry at that, and hell, she'd been caught making out with the boys once or twice. On the other hand, ugh. She was going to have to use Ruby's shower tonight, and possibly for the rest of her career at Beacon. Who even was she? Weiss continued, all spit and fire as she stomped her way around the room. Jean held one finger up, brow ceasing for a few seconds. Yang felt the urge to slap a hand against her face and knock him all out at the same time. Was she supposed to stand up for womankind here, or just lament at how idiotic her leader was? You don't even remember her name, do you? Weiss sounded like she was looking at the most disgusting creature she'd ever seen. I do too! He argued, standing up straight in what might have been an intimidating pose, if he weren't wearing a loose shirt and his boxers. I have you know that I would never forget the name of a sweet, independent, and beautiful Blake Belladonna. That's my name! Blake slammed her book down atop the mattress, 
I am Blake Belladonna. His mouth opened. And no, we have not had sex. Huh, we haven't? He threw his arms over his face, as though experiencing some great shock. Wise crowd that he wouldn't distract her, before then launching into a tirade about what he'd said and done in combat class. He shouted back, about teaching a lesson, about doing what she said. It continued from there. Yang could only stand and watch it all, morbid disgust slowly transforming into something less troubling. As the two argued and Blake alternated between interrupting and furiously reading her book, she started to laugh. It didn't make sense. So many contradictions, and it was hard to get a grasp on him. Now she had to add a new one too? <laughs> he was a pervert. But that also came with the caveat that his sister's overheard words were proven true. He was good with women, somehow, but that didn't matter. Her team was a mess, a complete train wreck of conflicting personalities and opinions. They had zero teamwork, zero understanding of one another, and technically zero leadership with the whole squad. But it was kind of funny too, in a weird way. What are you standing there grinning at, Zhao Long? Help me stomp this stupid, perverted, moronic idiot into the ground. Whatever you say, mum. And stop calling me that! 